Oh, we do have a new, we do have another guest. Let me go get him real quick. He just came in. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm Walker Skobel. <laughs> Too tall for the studio, but I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> to promote my show where I play a 12-year-old. <laughs> you can't make, how are you going to make tall jokes on the, on a podcast? Uh, okay, I, I, this is actually kind of related, but um, I, I've been watching Echo, and Echo has some more uh, flashbacks of her as a little girl, and I was like, how did how did they film this? Because they're like they're new scenes that weren't in Hawkeye, and I was like, she does she didn't age at all, so I'm assuming. They're like deleted scenes from Hawkeye, but at the same time, they're completely different from. Or they just sh- could have shot. They knew where they were going, so they shot them at the same time. They could have shot all the flashbacks together. Yeah, um, it's probably something we'll learn about soon. Um, yeah, yeah. It could be that they just. I think they really actually started on the Echo production early. That could be, yeah. I think that they probably did a little bit and then they came back and shot the stuff with Charlie later. Or whatever. Anyways. I haven't watched any of it yet, so what do I know? Anyway, welcome. I like it a lot. (laughs) Welcome back to the Fandom Done Right podcast. Um, This is your host, Spencer. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Cole and Tim. Welcome back, demigods, campers, satyrs. SPQR. Oh wait, no, that's not yet. Too <laughs> soon. <laughs> that's way too soon. My bad. Is <laughs> Tim a is Tim our is Tim our resident Seder? Cool. I'd I'd say he'd be yes. In the old art, I was a centaur, and Cole was just a dude. <laughs> Demigod, I guess. He was a camper. Um, and Tim was not in it, so I think Tim has to be a satyr. Tim has to be a satyr. I'm yes. not going to elevate myself to God status yet. <laughs> a moment of silence for all of the dumb centaur-like jokes that I made. <laughs> but I still stand by the fact that Chiron cannot go up those stairs to see the Oracle. <laughs> the book specifically... Re- talks about it as an attic ladder it is not possible and i bet the tv series will fix it because that's what they've been doing i don't know if anyone noticed that the tv series they, is trying to go mm, they are fixing rick. many things i did they're in the writing too. room and they're they're yeah. and rick's like Can we this fix is what that? i should have done differently i i should have i made noopsie um they fixed something i didn't like in episode five it's that's interesting because it's been a long time since i've read that's uh, what I was saying they're thinking. And so like there's several things where I'm like I I know that happened kind of like the arch um and, and just now when in trying to prepare for episode 5 I was trying to read up a little bit on on uh some things that happened in episode 5. I didn't really finish that much but <laughs> well in case you, in case we didn't make that clear, we're doing episodes three through five. Um, 
I think it works out actually kind of perfectly because I was like, I can remember episode three, but I can't really remember episode two enough to do a review. And so I feel like it's been just enough time mm-hmm. that I, I mean, we could have done two, three and four, but then we do three episodes this time and then we're going to do the end. So we're going to do <clears throat> six, seven and eight, which according to Rick are bonkers. He, what he said was, it really picks up after episode five. He I was, felt like the runtime <laughs> Wait, for this episode or the next week? He said he said it starts at five. Oh, okay. And I would agree with him. But, yeah. I'm just curious to see how we get to the end. Um do you have any re- re- do we have any thoughts about this set of episodes or should we just get into episode 3? Now, yeah, let's just get into episode 3 since we're okay. a little pressed for time. Yes, um uh, it is late. Sorry. Cuz Cole and I had to watch it. <laughs> um episode 3 Medusa I can't believe I'm saying this again. But I don't I think the movie with its all its quirks might have been better for the Medusa I, scene. Yes. Everything except we did get facing... more time in her house, I guess. Yes, and I didn't. I thought it was very cheesy, especially back in the day that he used the reflective. Oh, that was mm, as someone no who choice. didn't have an iPod Touch. I thought it was very cheesy. <laughs> what about what about the fact that Annabeth's hand was in a statue? And Percy cut off the statue's hand, and then Annabeth was suddenly able to take her hand out of the statue hand. That's not how that works. No. And Grover didn't use the magic shoes. That was fun this time. So, I I think, yeah, I mean, you mentioned this a little bit, but the show spent a lot more time in Medusa's house. And we we learned more about like the mythology of Medusa and her connection to Athena. Um, I think that part was done well. I think the actual fight with Medusa was very quick. Um, and I, I was it's it's just super shortened. It's just like the uh, Electo fight, if you can even call it that. Oh, in the I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Elect because. Yeah, I don't want to talk about her. Cause Do you think that, that's mainly because they're using child actors and so there's limitations as far as stunts and sword fighting? No. No. But maybe, well, I guess, I'm trying to think of all the... I'm trying to think they've done this before, but they kind of... Every other time, they've technically been an adult playing a younger character, like your Aragons and, uh, but, yeah. but Narnia, I guess they were under eighteen for sure. It's a good. And there example. was more, really there was more example. sword play in that. At least the first one. We're not. We're only talking about the first two in that case. The money. <laughs> They're like, we don't have a fight choreographer. Just hit each other with these for a bit. For the third one. Um, but the uh, Prince Caspian and we need to do those. Just the first two movies. They're phenomenal. And Ben Barnes. I'm, I ben really Barnes. like Ben Barnes. He's I, great in that one. 
great in that Punisher. Uh, he's in uh, 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 Shadow and Bone. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I saw season one. He's really good in it. Um, probably the best part. But um, he's also a British actor, and you're, you'll do anything a British actor tells you to. You haven't seen that commercial? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, I thought, no. And Ben Barnes is doing great for T-Mobile. I don't oh, yeah, whatever he's what doing. It even was. He's doing one of those. Um, and I'm, he's like throwing the football to Patrick Mahomes, and I'm like, they're not in the same room. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're off track on an episode we don't have much time for. It's late. Um, yes, we got all of that fun, you know, learning more and talking with Medusa, but we didn't get Uma Thurman saying, I used to date your daddy. <laughs> Hate it. I kind of miss Uma Thurman, though, as, as as great as this person was. And Cole knows her from The Flash, and Tim and I didn't get that far. No. I didn't it's miss still much. so weird to think that Uma Thurman was in the movie. <laughs> I know. That movie just had a crazy cast. Yeah, and yeah. I think they all thought they were getting on ground floor of a Harry Potter level thing, and, and they it was no. This is a pen. This is a pen. this is a pen. Pen. Um, yeah, episode three just didn't do it for me. Um, there was some fun statues. I got it was fun getting the background stuff, and Rick got another cameo. Um, I did like the last minute or two of it when he actually mailed the package. And we get to see Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. Um, It's interesting to see a movie slash show where, well, yeah, he doesn't really do shows very often. It's interesting to see him doing something that where he didn't write the score. Yes. The music, the soundtrack. He's just not directing. He's just in it. Um, And in the, I mean, I guess in this episode too, but in the other ones, we actually are getting just Greek god cameos for days, Mm -hmm. um, writing them in. And I think that's more entertaining than just not seeing them for like 90% of the thing. Uh, Yeah. Because the first book was like, here's Ares. And then they go to Olympus and then it ends. And you really just don't see gods as often. And I can't even think about Sea of Monsters. Like, there. I, I, I thought I thought we met Hephaestus in Sea of Monsters. No. no Battle uh, of the Labyrinth. Is where yeah, uh, um, we do see we see Hermes more in Sea of Monsters. We do see Hermes in Sea of Monsters. One thing the book did get right, sort of. Really. We see Tyson. In Sea of Monsters. I'm also, um, the movie version. Tim, I've decided that Nathan Fillion's character in Sea of Monsters is Rainer Shine in Modern Family. Because <laughs> he literally looks exactly the same. Same haircut, same personality. He Wait, that's his name is Rainer Shine? Yeah, he's a weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, you, I'm telling you, Nathan Fillion just never misses, but 
that character is ridiculous beyond he reason. Opportunity to be Nathan Drake. Yes, well, he was in that one fan film, but um, not saying that's not a miss though. That's a miss by studios, studios in the world, yeah, not right. Nathan Fillion. Um, I mean, the guy literally got a fan film made because he wanted the role so bad. But no, he, yeah, he, ever, it's always a debate if that's his real name, but it's still funny. Yeah, so I don't, mm, it just wasn't, I mean, but, and Percy, I'm still not 100% sold on Percy's act, Walker's acting all the time. Yes. I will say that m- my parents um, have been watching it too, and I don't think my mom has seen any of the movies. My dad's probably seen the first one, but they've been loving the show. Um, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good for, um, they've also never read the books. Um, So I think that's good. No, Um, that is, that's important. Like that tells you that people actually like it that aren't invested. Cause I was thinking about that today. Cause Isabel and I, well, Isabel's actually read the books earlier than I did. And then I've read the books. Um, you're so we're invested. Are, are we automatically invested or is it objectively mm-hmm. good? Like, you know, there's so many reviews out and stuff about this show. And I'm like, it's kind of, a, it's been a pipe dream of fans for so long that even if it's, I was like, even if it's bad, would they still say good things about it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so um, I'm not that tie- emotionally tied to it. So I feel like I have slightly more objective view of it, but it is good to know that people more on the outside are having a great time. Right. Um, episode yeah. four? Episode four, just going to be completely blunt. I did not completely care for episode four. Mostly, be- not that the action was bad, not, um, I mean, everything was done well. But it was so short. I felt like I just sat down and and it was already done. I didn't care for Echidna, whatever her name is. I mean, because I I will say that that's my favorite scene in uh, the movie is when they go to Nashville instead. I I liked them him fighting the Hydra. That was that was I mean, all of the action scenes in the movie were amazing. They just were backed up by ridiculousness. Yes. And this (laughs) I I will say that they got for the most part, I've actually been to the arch and they got it pretty spot on. Oh, I was yeah, I was very surprised with the arch and everything. I was like, okay, because one thing that I when I first visited the arch, I was like this looks nothing like how the book described it. And so I was really disappointed when I got up there and was like, this is what Percy Jackson fought in. <laughs> and then, I, I really, I liked this episode a lot, um, but it was way too short. It was way um, too short. I, I thought the actress for Echidna was awesome. Like that whole scene, like I was like, whoa. Whoa, I'm kind of terrified. Um, uh, and then they, I was surprised they actually made it seem like the, um, like Percy, Annabeth, and Grover destroyed the arch. 
mm-hmm. and our national fugitives. Um, so that was that was fun. Well, that um, was beginning of episode five, but fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the 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 events that made the national fugitives happened yeah. in four, uh, and then uh, I think this entire season I have absolutely loved the the monster designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and um, the Chimera. The Chimera looks awesome. amazing. <laughs> we didn't get to see enough of it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I I really liked what this episode had, but at the same time, it didn't have much. Yeah, I don't know. I did like the part. It did feel very Percy Jackson ish when they just cut to the shot of after him getting stung, and they're just in one of the fountains, like splashing water on him. <laughs> that was very. That was well done. Like, guys, I don't think it's working. Yeah, you. Yeah, well, you're a son of Poseidon. It has to work. I have a thought. And this episode is this episode's kind of exempt from this because I think this was the episode where he had the happy "Let's Be Friends" song, or maybe that was episode three. That was episode three. The the compromise song. This Grover and episode five especially is kind of too serious. A little me. bit. Um, Grover's not... supposed to be the ridiculous comic relief. Anxiety. Really, right? really, he's what the movies, Harry Potter movies made Ron Weasley is what Grover was all along in the books. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's the reason. But I just feel like he's like, oh, I'm going to go toe to toe to Aries in this conversation. And I'm like, that's not what's going I'm like, that's not Grover. What yeah. is this? Who are you? Who is this kid? And what have you done with our Grover? And he so he does a bit of he does a bit of bouncing back and forth where he's like, it's in, it feels inconsistent when he's like doing all this stuff, explaining to Percy and them and having this emotional scene. And then he's like. Let's clap and sing the compromise song. And just, I just put on remember, these shoes and I fly away. Whoa. Just remember that next season we get to see this kid in a wedding dress. <laughs> this grown yeah. man. This sea of grown- Monsters is a weird book. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's, I totally agree with you. Here's what I'm hoping and I'm doubtful this will actually be the case, but I'm hoping that like Annabeth and Grover are kind of more serious this season because Grover's still trying to prove himself as a protector. And so like he's feeling guilt from not saving Thalia. And I actually think this show, this show is putting emphasis on Thalia. And then uh, I think Annabeth is kind of doing the same, like, She's the daughter of Athena. Um, uh, Thalia died, so she's trying to act older than she is. Um, so I'm hoping, like, maybe by the end of this season or next season, that they'll kind of mellow out and uh, Annabeth will just be the kind of the brainiac. And Grover will be the fun guy, knowing that he actually protected someone on a quest. Um, we saw a little bit of Annabeth being a brainiac in yeah, five, yeah, which was very, I mean, because they went to the arch for goodness' sake, and she didn't say a 
darn I know. About was... architecture. And I've seen a lot of people on the internet being like, why didn't she say anything? But they kind of redeemed her in episode five. Just a well, little. Yeah, she it's talked weird. about like the symmetri- symmetry of the arch yeah. being perfect and stuff, but yeah, I, I totally know. What it you wasn't mean. in the it wasn't in the giddy sense. Yeah, um, she's a little too serious, but not as serious as <laughs> the movie. She didn't have a character in the movie. I did not she was have a character. A female. <laughs> I have feelings for you, but I don't know if they're good or bad. Shut up. <laughs> I love now. I I will give some credits to to Walker's portrayal as Percy because he has these little moments that I love. Um, where at well at the end he's they're like you're he's like this is such an impertinent thing to do. He goes I am impertinent and he just does the thing. <laughs> and then I like where Annabeth hugs him at the beginning of episode five, and this I guess is a transition episode five. And he goes, we don't have to make this a big deal, you know, you <laughs> hugging me. <laughs> And all these things, and I was, and it was so off, and it was so funny. Um, so I thought that was really fun. Spencer, I've got a, one thought about um, episode five that you're gonna hate. Um, Aries looked like a gritty um, Zachary Levi. <laughs> you mean? Oh, I was gonna. I thought. For, why did I think you were talking about Zach Efron? No, and my well, uh, my cool response was say the thing again, but put Zach Efron in. I mean, he looked like a gritty Zach Efron. So Zach Efron. Oh, that too. <laughs> I was thinking high school. Anytime you say Zach Efron, I think High School Musical. Zach Efron. Oh, okay? Zach Efron's <laughs> now Cole is unrecognizable. Right? He says he broke his jaw or something, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, that, was, uh, yes, that explains it. He broke his jaw in the uh, plastic surgery. Yeah, I was going to say it's the plastic he, surgery gone wrong. He's got a chin. Plastic surgery, he fell and broke his you jaw. Could land, you could land a battleship on his chin. <laughs> it's just all chin. If um, if they were to ever make sad. a. Oh, wait, they did do a live action Fairly Odd Parents. Never mind. He would have been the chin guy. <laughs> that would have been Crimson Chin. Yeah, that one. I think that would be great. I think episode five is the best one so far. I um, yeah, I don't know yeah. what your problem is with Aries. He was the best. No, I loved Aries. I was just kidding. I I was just kidding. I mean, Tim has the most to speak on in that regard, but because I feel like we should have the most to speak on. Okay, good thing we don't have David on. He. He Edge? That was a really is that his game. name? Yeah, Edge. That was a really good out of war. You know what I was gonna say, Cole? Is he kind of reminds me of the guy that plays Pimento, but then I remembered that that guy is also in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> and Didn't we and their brothers, Dave Batista as Aries. We did. Yes, and Nicholas Cage. Well, Nicholas Cage was uh, joke casting. Yeah, he's kind of in between. Let's, but he was yeah. close. Yeah, we were close. Um, well, I mean, we got, we we got a wrestler, <laughs> and we got and we got one of the twins from a series of unfortunate events as the Fates. So we got yeah. one right. I, that was not mine. I don't think because I didn't watch that movie or show. The show, show, sorry. not the movie. The what show. Are you sorry, doing? sorry, sorry. When you never have free time, you should watch the show. It's wonderful. It is. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. 
I it's better than it's the better adaptation than anything I've seen. But I still love Jim really. Carrey as Count Olaf. But Neil Patrick Harris did a wonderful job. Neil Patrick Harris did do a wonderful job. And that job. was not I was not ready for that. No. I was I was like, he's gonna fail. Yeah. And he was so good. Is he that a played, harpoon gun? <laughs> he uh he played the villain in um one of the most recent Doctor Who episodes. Um, bringing back a character from the 60s and he did a fantastic job just he he does the villain roles really good and then i'm armed so am i well (laughs) i'm more armed so am i is that a harpoon gun (laughs) a harpoon gun dang it now i need to go rewatch it um not sorry um cole i was lamenting to tim before we started recording that they couldn't use tunnel of love this time Yes. Probably because of copyright reasons. The one Bruce Springsteen reference in the entire Percy Jackson universe is gone. <laughs> I don't Only remember. Elvis ones will remain. <laughs> Was the chair in the book? See, I can't remember this this part very much in the book. I don't think the chair was in the, the chair, book. It, no, it was and spiders. Hephaestus wasn't, of course. It right. was spiders, because that's yeah. where we find out about Annabeth's uh, fear of spiders, which is which is important later on. But also... Mechanical don't, spiders or something. Doesn't uh, Percy and Annabeth's relationship change a lot in the Tunnel of Love? A little. Yes. I don't think they really... To be honest... In my reading, I don't feel like the relationship really got somewhere until uh, Sea of Monsters. Okay, and I mean it. Yeah, it's been a long time. Since I think I they've. That. I think their relationship has progressed more in this show than it did in the book, and it's still minimal. But I think I think this episode really enhanced the show since we got to see two gods, uh, Ares and Hephaestus. Three, um, if you count the after credits. Oh yeah, a preview for next week. Uh, Are we taking bets on if it's going to be a musical episode? Is there going to be a musical sequence? God, I hope not. <laughs> well, that's not what. Who's the god of? Who does the music? That's Apollo. Yeah. There's still hope. A psych reunion. <laughs> I, I had to bring up that because Lassie, man. He was only in this for a little bit. It's great to see him, though. It's great um, to see him. He's looking Timothy a lot. Timothy and looks great and he's, sounds he's great. He's looking amazing. So, yeah. another psych movie? They just did another movie? They just they did another psych movie about him coming they out. They just of, did a monk movie. Yeah, I know. The crossover movie needs to happen. I need to watch the it. monk movie was literally called Monk's Last Case. I'm not a monk fan, but I don't know anything about monk. But it sounds like it's a one and done. Yeah, probably. But uh, I still, lo- I still want James Roday to play Apollo. Yes. I don't care how old he is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, Lasseter did good, and I think it was like, you know, and it was a little Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory esque too. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a nice touch. Oh, that actually brings me to a great point of the thing I hated most about episode five. This Hephaestus built this huge 
amusement park and like a, a saw was randomly going and some things had lights, but this was the darkest amusement park <laughs> ever. I was hoping you were going to say something, bring this up, because <laughs> that was yeah, my complaint too. Movie or a show, darkness is no, not good. it is not. Yes. It is not. You, you've played Arkham, whatever. In whatever. full transparency, we were watching this in my kitchen on my wife's iPad, and I could see nothing. nothing. Yeah. It was this like a Game scene. of Thrones episode where you couldn't see anything. Or yes. a first-person Daredevil it game. Was, it wasn't <laughs> even uh, CGI. And I was like, come on. This is like a like a haunted amusement park. There should be lights going on everywhere. Everywhere. And I turned up the brightness. It did not help. It did not help. <laughs> that was the saddest thing I did. I went, and nothing <laughs> happened. I was like, oh, it's more bright darkness. darkness. It, it was lighter in the the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is dirty. Something I wanted to point out as we wrap up is just that, um, well, we already talked about Grover. Just, well, I don't know what that was. But um, Percy and Annabeth seen with the chair... I felt like it was touching on themes that were like four books early on. Um, like Annabeth's conversation with Hephaestus and how Percy's different and how she's changing. And I was like, this all feels too soon for me. I, I don't know. A, I made a no, joke I about the shield. There's a lot of that because Grover in the book went with them to the to the water park um instead of staying with Ares. And so his conversation with Ares and then at the end revealing that he knows who stole the the bolt. He doesn't. They, Probably they yeah. That's a misdirect. But, but like they find out who got the the bolt at like toward the very end, right before going to Olympus. So that would be like episode seven. Yeah. Forgot how many episodes there were. I think, doesn't he return the bolt before he finds out who stole it? Yes. Because you're confusing it. Be, it's going to be the you're, final you're episode. You're confusing it with the movie. He does mm-hmm. find the bolt and he returns Not it. the first time. Yeah. But then, and that's the final I was sitting there because I remember reading it for the first time. He goes back to camp and you and think, goes, oh, it's all fine and good. Yeah. But wait. But wait. Which oh, is Rick's yeah. favorite move, by the way. Yeah, I need to read the second half of the book again. They go back to camp and then something bananas happens to. Yeah, I remember that part one. now. First one, first one's a, it was Luke. Um, and Kronos is a thing. The dream sequences have have been good in this. That was a nice ad. Um, sea of Monsters was Thalia. And I don't remember what Titan's Curse was. That Nico loves... Never mind. <laughs> was it that Nico exists? <laughs> or is that earlier in Titan's Curse? No, Nico... Uh, Titan's Curse is that Nico is a son of Hades. Oh, he you're right. Up you're right. The skeleton. And then I don't remember what. That's not the only one who's the child. But then he did it in Battle of the Labyrinth, and then he did it in Last Olympian. 
with the Oracle. And it's like, it's the last one. Just wrap it up. I mean, I know he's going to do more. He was always going to do more, but anyway, Aries was great. The, Episode five was great. Like we we talked a little bit about the reception of this show, but do you think either in Rick's mind or Disney's mind that this show was kind of supposed to be near the level of Harry Potter? No. They have been very, um, I don't want to say cautious. um, Because, yeah, I'd say cautious because that's kind of what did the first movie in. Was like, oh, this is going to be the next Harry Potter. And it wasn't. Yeah, I, I think like Disney knows for the most part, what this is like, it feels like a very conservative was the word I was going to look for. Oh, like a con- they're taking a very conservative approach to it's the only time Disney's everything. Like favorite. when they do something, they're going to do very high quality. When yeah. they put in a monster, it's going to be great, but you're not going to see it for as you don't see it for very long. Um, they do real life locations with small sets. Um, 3d printing the stone stat, the stat stone quote unquote statues. Um, they do use the volume in this, but again, seemingly very sparingly. Mm-hmm. That's why Cause you, we've gotten now to the point where you can you can tell mm-hmm. when they use the volume a lot if they're doing it lazily, at least. Um, That's at, just lazy at, looking at looking at Thor: Love and Thunder for the most. Oh, <laughs> like, ouch! I think like I'm add somebody, a but. year after. The show's completed. I think... I don't think it's wrong to compare it to Harry Potter. And I think it'll be very interesting to do that. Because I, I think if the, if Disney and like the whole team went full on adapting this series and trying this to do it top franchise. quality like Oh, Harry I think Potter, it has the... It could be. I think it has the potential. And I think the fact that if if the watches if the amount of people watching it keeps up or increases, um, I'm uh, I'm saying we're very sad about short episodes and um, mm-hmm. short battle sequences and stuff. But if it takes off, they're just gonna get longer. Mm-hmm. And, and I really did, need them. I really but, need it to take off because I I can't tell you how bad I want Heroes of Olympus. And cool. when we start reading it for the podcast. You're just gonna find out why because Heroes of Olympus just blows um, Percy Jackson and the Olympians just out of the water. It's it's really and good. you you cannot do Titan's Curse and you cannot do the Last Olympian on this kind of budget. Wow. It's like Game of Last Olympian is specifically is like almost Game of Thrones budget. Yeah, I think uh, I think One Piece is gonna run into the same problem because in, in, in one piece like all uh, like we haven't even the the live action hasn't even gotten to giants or freakishly like, tall they people. weren't really giants okay well oh no we do get to those um but so but but percy jackson is kind of at that point too where it's like there we haven't even gotten to a, a god fight yet or a real monster fight. And so, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, 
Aries versus Percy, which also I'm, like when Percy's like Percy's trying to call out Aries, and I'm like, this feels like unfounded. Like I, we haven't built the mm-hmm. foundation for this. This person yeah, is not edgy gonna, enough. It's gonna pay unintended. off eventually. Oh, Tim knows. Fight Tim. Tim knows they've, what I'm talking about. We've seen images of the fight. Oh, really? No, okay. it pays off if they actually get two heroes of Olympus. There's a rematch, a verbal rematch between Percy and Mars, and it's fantastic. Do I know you? I don't know, but I don't like you. So do we think, just not knowing anything about Heroes of Olympus, do you think that they would recast for Roman gods later? No. I mean, depends on if somebody, like, passes away. Yeah. Which... Someone has. Someone has. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Christopher, uh, Christopher Judge in. If everything else happens, it, like, without deaths and health and all that, I don't think they will. I, I feel like, I think, if anything, they might have to ca- recast Hephaestus. Because um, we know that... How dare you, Cole? Which is, no, you which will is live forever. <laughs> which is uh, very unfortunate. And honestly, I'm kind of mad at them for casting him. Because, like, not that I want to call anybody ugly, but... That was just kind of rude. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Lassiter's too handsome for that. Yeah, Lassiter is too handsome to be Hephaestus. I love that beard, man. He looks great. He looks great. And the cane works. I don't mm. know if that was his... I don't know if that was Timothy Omanson's real cane. Like, if he has one, or was it just part of the character, but... I feel like it's part of the character because Hephaestus does have, like, a bum leg in the books. I think. like he But he does make... give... He doesn't give a blacksmith vibe. No. That he gives an eccentric you... inventor vibe. Yes, um, which makes me curious to see with the with the little whistle thing. I was like, oh, okay, you're going full Willy Wonka here. It kind of looks <laughs> like Thoth. Yes, I was going to say Daedalus. Oh, yeah, that too. Sim- similar, Former, which Daedalus should be a. He's a child of Athena, but he should be a child of Hephaestus. Yes, especially this Hephaestus. Oh Full yeah, Daedalus. Um, well, but it was a fun, it was a fun Willy Wonka Hephaestus. It's it's good. I was kind of thinking about Annabeth, and I was like, she's the daughter of Athena, who's the god of wisdom. But Annabeth is just smart. Right. But then I was like, well, she needs to be wise, so she needs to have knowledge and know what to do with that knowledge. So I guess that kind of makes sense. I think we need to see more Annabeth and Percy's still not quite getting there, but he did a little bit in this episode. And then I felt like Grover was there. And then now I don't think he is there anymore. (laughs) I've seen the interviews of the three of them and like just based on personality, I feel like they definitely have capability of it. Um, because like Arian and Walker are totally best friends. Um, they just just need to let that part shine a little bit. Well, I and we didn't I mean, Harry Potter had this problem too. Um, they didn't really learn how to act until Prisoner of Azkaban. 
That's true. And they had a new director, say, and actually, at the end of the series, they still didn't know how to act. Who are you calling out? <laughs> Those are fighting words, Tim. <laughs> so, uh, you guys want me on the Harry Potter podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that man's going to play Wolverine, Tim. You watch. <laughs> oh. Uh, Spencer, if that is ever announced officially, I you will be the first person I test. I'll be crowned in amazement. <laughs> it won't happen. Um, but yeah, hashtag Daniel Radcliffe is Wolverine. Um, but I still, again, it takes time, and I think just the fact that at least Walker went through puberty, <laughs> like they're they have matured a bit since they filmed the first season, and I think. Sea of Monsters will see growth in that area. And then Titan's Curse and stuff, we're just, we're cooking with gas at that point. So as long as the people keep watching, keep watching, tell your friends about the show, the budget will grow. Let's um, watch Percy get Jackson don't more want than Red Notice. Oh, oh, that's not, what, that's not what possible, Tim. Um, me and, me and Josh. I'm watching, were, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> when, um, when the, when Percy gets consumed by the chair, we were like, I made the joke about how, Oh, looks like we're getting a title switch. Like uh Falcon and winter soldier and a Beth chase in the Olympians. <laughs> that was a great CGI though, too. Just more. Examples. That was good CGI. Yeah. Every yeah, time they uh, do the CGI, CGI it's like, it's been really good. Yeah. Uh, not, not a lot, but really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, next episode is the Lotus Casino Woo! with Lynn Manuel Miranda. Woo! Hey yo, don't spend all your chips. <laughs> hey yo, then, you're gonna spend your life here. <laughs> and then probably Hades. Are we getting? Are we? Yeah. Are we gonna put money on if we're getting? We only have three episodes left, so it's gonna be. Go. What'd you say? Do you think we'll get a Nick, Nico and Bianca cameo? Uh, yes. So I think name drop. Oh. But okay. I don't think they'll actually be in the show. Got it. Yeah, Lynn I don't know Manuel how they're going to name drop their names. Because oh, you see be the D'Angelo's over there? They've been here for a while. It might be uh, more like Lynn Manuel says, "You're not the only demigods here," you know. Yeah. And then Arian says something along the lines of "Pay attention to names" or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, a lot of Easter eggs. I mean, it's gonna. You guys brought up the fact it's gonna be a crazy three episodes to wrap up everything um but yeah we'll be doing a review of that next week echo and what if two two for one um and then we're starting our rewatch series for the spring before we come back to percy jackson so on behalf of cole and tim have a great weekend i don't have any halves